Hey, everybody. This is P. Norman Grant with Slim Jim and another Grapefruit Agenda, where we summarize, analyze, and criticize what passes for news these days in Florida, across the country, and wherever the sun shines. We're in Indian River County, but that's not why this podcast is the Grapefruit Agenda. We're sweet on conservatism and sour on liberalism. And as much time as it takes you to visit your nearest voter drop box, we'll throw in a few facts and a lot of opinion about what's going on in your world. And what is going on in our world today? Today's episode, The Raid. Yeah, The Raid in Mar-a-Lago, Grapefruiters. So we're going to remember the date, 8-8-8-8-2022. My two cents to start the episode. The recent FBI invasion of the Trump estate reveals a lot about our adversaries in the Biden regime. While the cat was away, the mice did play. If there was any doubt that the Department of Justice is not the enemy of our constitutional republic, it was removed 8-8, a new date that should live in infamy. Who remembers the blatancy of another administration attacking a political rival this way? Elders in our party cannot recall the level of hate by one side of the aisle toward the other, ever. However, let us count the consequences. 1. The left in the weaponized FBI, DOJ, Democrats in Congress, and the somnambulant president have shown desperation and fear. They feel an imminent catastrophic election cycle. Number two, their fear also reveals their knowledge of the 2020 election theft. They know that not one of their picks for 2024 can overcome the will of the people without rigging, extortion, and high-tech hijinks. Number three, the January 6th clown show has revealed itself to be a thin curtain covering their shaking knees. Four, the 8-8 raid will provoke a backlash that will force Dems to rue this day. Number five, the FBI has demeaned itself and brought our DOJ to a low tide of integrity. Six, this shameless incursion further erodes the integrity of the A.G. Garland. Attorney General, legitimizing his being dissed for the Supreme Court. His suit is empty. The FBI leadership is corrupt. The DOJ is embarrassing our country, and Biden still thinks we don't think he needs to help dress himself. Jill's there by his side. We will remember 8-8. The motto, never again, is echoing. My two cents. Well, let's see what other people think. Let's see what some middle-of-the-road people think. Maybe some rhinos and some definitely people on the left. People in the middle, people like, well, the Wall Street Journal for one. Wall Street Journal, people like the National Review. I remember the National Review, the day that Trump won, back in 2016. I subscribed to the National Review for four or five years. They never produced an edition for two weeks after he won. I couldn't figure it out. I finally realized some months later that the National Review were never Trumpers. As are a lot of journals that you think are conservative, you think are Republican, you think are anti-deep state. No, National Review. Wall Street Journal may fit into that category. So I'm reading a man named Daniel Henninger. This is yesterday. This is Wednesday, 810. 
Mar-a-Lago's search shows the swamp's Trump obsession. Now, just for a middle-of-the-road paper, like the Wall Street Journal, to say the word swamp, they're not talking about diving for golf balls. The swamp in D.C. Dan Henninger, let us assume that for 99.9% of the U.S. population in early August 2022, the last thing on their mind was Mar-a-Lago. Instead, a short list of real things preoccupying Americans would include inflation, crime, battles in Congress over spending, Ukraine fighting World War III for us in Europe, and China conducting massive live-fire military exercises around Taiwan. So it came as a surprise to discover Monday evening that the Justice Department and FBI decided the most important thing in the world just now was raiding former President Donald Trump's estate in Palm Beach, Florida. Among other thoughts, a three-letter acronym starting with W comes to mind. I would think, grapefruiters, it's WTF. What the freak is going on here? Henninger continues, Forgive me for not spending more than a moment on the the legal niceties of this event. The applicability of the Presidential Records Act, that it had to be about something big involving classified documents, or that no one, including a former president, is above the law. They are all beside the point. We hear this all the time. Who else is above the law? Hunter Biden above the law? Hillary Clinton above the law. Pelosi's husband above the law? You can hate Donald Trump until your eyes pop out, but let's be clear. He was elected the 45th president of the U.S. He served four years in office. No former president who was disliked by many, not Clinton, Reagan, nor FDR, had his home invaded by a squad of FBI agents. This should never happen in the U.S. End of discussion, says Mr. Henninger. But it's not quite the end of any discussion. It did, it did happen, says Henninger, but it did happen. The Trump raid is now a wall-to-wall political disaster for the United States, doing more damage, if that's possible, to the country's internal divisions and even creating external risks. I think the left would quarrel with that. They would quarrel that it's so important. Damage? No. It's just their side. That's their side. Consider the current spectacle the U.S. is presenting to foreign adversaries. Multiple members of the sitting president's own party in the past week, such as Joe Manchin and Jerry Nadler, have openly abandoned Joe Biden for an election that is two years off. Days later, the previous president, Mr. Trump, comes under explicit attack from the FBI. What does that mean, Grapefruiters? Explicit attack from the FBI because of paperwork? Henninger continues, imagine what we would think of the stability of China or Russia if events like this were happening to Xi Jinping or Vladimir Putin. How would we see that through the TV? Hmm. That is how they see us, destabilized and vulnerable. Our opponents are redoing their global risk-reward ratios. Thus, we have Ukraine and we have Taiwan. This is not haphazard. This is not by coincidence. This is causation, direct causation of Joe Biden being in the White House. And they say this is not a big thing, the raid, grapefruiters. Incredibly, we are doing this to ourselves. Correction, they are doing it to us. Henninger's getting it right now. He's getting it. He's approaching correctness. Who are they? They, as of Monday, are who much of the political right says they are. The swamp, the deep state, the regime, the establishment. Rhinos, are you listening? Because the rhinos don't believe in a deep state. Because you know why? They are the deep state. Republicans in name only are the deep state. Normally, in times of hyper-marginalized political opinion, it is worth attempting to argue on behalf of a functioning government system. 
But past some point, that becomes nearly impossible. The Wall Street Journal's Henninger continues, With this raid on a former president's residence, the swamp pushed past that point. True. As they say in the, in the, in the hood, true that. The rest of us are being carried along in their undertow of political debris. Washington has become a very small town, inhabited by people inbred by profession, marriage, schools, and cultural disposition. The imbalance between the capital and the nation has been a problem for a long time. As a matter of fact, they voted for Hillary 98 to 2. And it was Biden about 97 to 3. 97% of the registered voters in D.C. voted against Trump. But as we say, energy goes on, life goes on until Trump. After Trump took office, the Washington establishment, the Comey, McCabe, FBI, opposition Democrats, the press, asked, including the Wall Street Journal and the National Review, asked the public to indulge the notion that the new U.S. president was a Russian pawn. No matter that the Steele dossier, the day it was published, struck many as Russian fabulism. That's a fancy word for BS, Rayford's fabulism. The press published story after story based on anonymous sources that it might be real. It wasn't. Mr. Trump fired FBI Director James Comey, and the public next got the Justice Department investigation led by Mueller, a figure from Beltway Central Casting, which led to the Mueller report, which amounted to almost nothing. Then Adam Schiff, the impeachments, etc., etc. In the event the Democrats won back the presidency in 2020, when the incumbent Mr. Trump failed to put away an opponent who campaigned mostly from inside his house in Delaware, and here's my quarrel with Mr. Henninger, failed to put away Biden? Trump failed to put away Biden? Now, this is where we differ. This is where we separate the rhinos from us. You can call us whatever you want, but we know that Trump put away Biden. He put away Hillary. And without the cheating and the high-tech hijinks, he would be there right now. Trump takedown accomplished? Obviously not. For the swamp, Donald Trump is Dracula, and they won't rest until they put a stake through his heart. This is what separates us, though, folks. This is Henninger. He goes on to say that we should jettison Mr. Trump because he's just causing too much trouble. But the trouble is the swamp, people. So what, what, does, what causes the FBI raid? Is it because there actually is some there there? Stein, what was her name? Miss mm. Stein, the poet. She said about Oakland, there is no there there. Is there a there there in all the hate for Trump? Is there a there in the impeachments and the Ukraine phone calls? How about, how about anything that Trump has done, his taxes? Did they get him on the taxes? They just, did, they just stopped an investigation in Manhattan. They, they didn't have enough reason to carry on an indictment in New York City. So we have reason to believe, just like some people believe, that because the rooster crows at dawn, that the sun comes up because of the rooster, and the rooster is happy to take the accolades. Sure, yeah, the sun comes up because I crow. And people believe him. Yeah, you know why the sun comes up? Do you know why Trump should not be reelected? Because the FBI is raiding his house. Making sense, Rayfurters? Let me go back to the real hate. Let me go back to 2017 and see if there was a predecessor. Was there a, what they call a pretext? It was a pretext, a preamble, and a predicate. It's a predicate. Here's the predicate for the campaign to impeach President 
Trump. This is the Washington Post. Somebody named Matea Gold. I'm not sure she's with them anymore. Such brilliant reporting right here. This is January 20th. 20th. Let me get that voice in there. 2017-1219 Eastern Standard Time. This is one day after. Or was it the day of? January 20th? The inauguration. The effort to impeach President Donald John Trump is already underway, says the Washington Post. At the moment, the new commander-in-chief was sworn in. A campaign to build public support for his impeachment went live at impeachdonaldtrumpnow.org. wonder if they're still around. Spearheaded by two liberal advocacy groups aiming to lay the groundwork for his eventual ejection from the White House. January 20th, 2017, Grapefruiters. The organizers behind the campaign, Free Speech for People and Roots Action, Roots Action is still around, are hinging their case on Trump's insistence on maintaining ownership of his luxury hotel and golf course business while in office. Ethics experts have warned that his financial holdings could potentially lead to constitutional violations and undermine public faith in his decision-making. His hotel still stands. His golf course just was very lively just last week. Their effort is early, strategists admit, but they insist it's not premature. Really? Even if it triggers an angry backlash from those who will argue that they are not giving the new president a chance. Really? Just after he's inaugurated, you're coming out with impeach the president. If we were to wait for all the ill effects, she says, that could come from this, this, this what, this new president, too much damage to our democracy would occur said Ron Fine, legal director at Free Speech for People. Free Speech for People except for Trump organization. It will undermine faith in basic institutions. If nothing else, it's important for Americans to trust that the president is doing what he thinks is the right thing. Not that it would help jumpstart a stalled casino project in another country. Oh, guffaw, guffaw. She continues, the impeachment drive, it's a drive now? He's been impeached. He's been installed for just hours. They want to impeach him. The impeachment drive comes as Democrats and liberal activists are mounting broad opposition at, to stymie Trump's agenda. Are they, are they forming outside? Are they in lockstep? Are they parading? Do they know one, two, one, two? Do they know how to form the opposition? Among the groups organizing challenges to the Trump administration is the AC. L.U., she says. They're organizing a challenge. Where is that organization? The American Civil Liberties Union. No, not they. Which plans to wield public records requests and lawsuits as part of an aggressive action plan aimed at protecting immigrants. Yes, this is 2017, folks. And pushing for government transparency, among other issues, as in Joe Biden's transparency. We think the President Trump will be in violation of the Constitution and federal statutes on day one, and we plan a vigorous offense to ensure the worst of the constitutional violations do not occur. Anthony Romero, the ACLU's executive director. Great Fritters, do you know how much ACLU makes a year in contributions from the lefties? Zabillions. It's bigger than billions. It's zabillions. We may have a new president, but we have the same old system of checks and balances, he added. Strategists behind the campaign for impeachment. There is a campaign. How did the campaign form so early? Were they really worried that he would win? Well, the odds were against him. Some would say it's like today. Said they are confident that other groups will soon join their cause. 
They argue that Trump will immediately be in violation of the U.S. Constitution's Foreign Emoluments Clause. Remember that one? Which prohibits a president from accepting a gift or benefit from a foreign leader or government. This may be what's in the boxes down at Mar-a-Lago. Maybe it was a bowling ball that President Xi from China gave him. Could be. How about a set of darts from the Korean dictator? Could be. The love letter. Maybe it's the love letter. Kim, Kim Il-jung. Fine cited several examples, including rent paid by the Industrial and Commercial Bank of China for its space in Trump Tower in New York and potential ongoing spending by foreign diplomats at the Trump International Hotel in Washington, D.C., among other Trump properties. In other words, if the Chinese came in and got a BLT on the landing of the hotel in Washington, D.C., that would be against the emoluments clause. Now, you know how many people are in jail for that, starving away in jails all across the country for emoluments violations. In addition, he said royalties collected by the Trump organization from the president's business partner in the Philippines, who was recently named a special envoy to the United States, could violate that clause. So getting it introduced, the impeachment, is not going to be a problem, Fine said. Still, the idea that a majority of the GOP-controlled House members would ultimately vote to launch an investigation of the new president seems highly improbable. Really? Fine said he is confident the political climate will change and lawmakers will eventually support the effort. The effort to impeach President Trump a week into his administration. Washington Post. Fine says, I think that at a certain point, the combination of new revelations coming out and importantly calls and pressure from constituents in their own districts will be a deciding factor. He said, and at some point they will decide it is in their own interest to support this. This being the impeachment, this being the raid of Mar-a-Lago, this being doing whatever they can to get rid of the most effective president we've had in our lifetime. So when we see the people chewing on their cud, trying to realize what stance they take, it must be true, he must have dead people in his basement in Mar-a-Lago, a few skeletons in his closet in New York. Could be some communist manifesto at Bedminster. We must realize that these people are making it up. This is made up. Now they're raiding other people. They took one of the one of the House of Representatives' phone the other day just on the beach somewhere on his vacation. They want to destroy the people who support Trump. If you support Trump, if you believe that the election was rigged, you are one of us, and we all may be in jeopardy. Whoa. Who's that? There's a knock on the door. It could be them now. Oh, it's just Slim Jim arriving late. Grapefruiters, keep the antenna up. Keep the powder dry. Realize the swamp is real, and they don't like you. This is P. Norman Grab with or without Slim Jim. When you can, grab another Grapefruit Agenda. <laughs>